All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, altplayground.net has so many fun features, but one we want to talk about today is the big wall. It is, of course, predominantly sexy ladies that share on there, but we're excited to say that Mondays are Man Up Mondays. So if you guys want to get in on the fun, sexy action, share some of your own pictures, and ladies or anyone interested in the male form, if you want to see it as well, the big wall is a great place to go. That's just one example of the fun that you can find at altplayground.net. We also love that it is a truly inclusive and modern sex positive space. So anyone that is interested in connecting with other sex positive people should head to altplayground.net today. Once you get there, of course, come say hello to us in our community called Front Porch Swingers and check out all of the features that Alt Playground has to offer. Again, that is altplayground.net. We'll see you there. So we are sitting here recording with quite possibly the most beautiful view this morning. Yes, it's amazing. It is a beautiful day here in Florida, and we are really enjoying our time here, but we're also starting to look at future plans and where we want to head when we're done here. And we're part of this RV group, and they actually recommended a really cool spot to us that is lifestyle RV resort specific. So it's not a, a nudist resort. It's specifically for lifestylers. Yeah. And it's a, it's actually a lifestyle RV group, which is really kind of nice. They are obviously in tune with all of the availability for that type of thing. I'm super excited about it. It doesn't seem to be in the most populated area that <laughs> I can think the, of. It's in bumfuck nowhere is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's not in the state of Florida, but it is in the middle of fucking nowhere. But you know, I, it's kind of something you got to put up with when it comes to lifestyle locations, unfortunately. Well, it's worth it if it's a cool place too. We don't really even need to leave if it's a cool place. And supposedly it has like a bar there and it has kind of a club area. So why leave to, except to go to the grocery store and shit? Yeah, no, listen, we're going to give it a shot. It's it, it, We have to, right? It's unique to the lifestyle. We may as well check it out. Well, I think one of the things I've loved most about what we've been doing is experiences. Like we talk about this all the time, whether it's a train wreck or whether it's awesome, <laughs> it's an experience, it's yeah. a story. And I feel like this next place that we're planning on going is going to be that as well. I have no doubt. And everything we do is a fucking experience at this point. So <laughs> it, it doesn't really matter how good or bad, like you said, it's, it's definitely an experience one way or the other learning lesson for sure yeah my whole thing is when we do settle down somewhere again and we're sitting in an apartment every day or something i want us to be able to look back on the experiences we've had and smile whether it's a smile shaking our heads going what the fuck just happened or what the fuck happened during that time or wow that was amazing but that's my goal right now with us being on the road well even though even the the situations that have taken place that were at the time like what the fuck is this all about (laughs) now they're just funny because 
you gotta laugh. I mean, we've just found ourselves in so many fucking weird situations with uh, under circumstances, you know, with which we've never found ourselves before. And it's like, okay, that was bizarre, but certainly a learning lesson. We will never fucking do that again. Yeah, but I like that about us. I like that we can just, you know, accept experiences for what they are. Uh, yeah, we've definitely learned to do that. Not no everyone doubt. can do that. I've definitely gotten better at it. I was not awesome at that. But now it's like, what choice do you have? Yeah. Because you're gonna have those kind of fucked up experiences. You gotta roll with the punches. Yeah, you do now. And we're certainly doing that <laughs> yeah, we get punched a lot <laughs> so we have a lot of fun coming up for example we talked about it last week but i'm so fucking excited for pride yeah. it is a few days away Saturday. i'm ready i have my rainbow headband i have my badass t-shirt nice it's gonna be a good time i got my shirt i got my vintage shirt it looks like my cousin and his husband are gonna meet us potentially as well yeah very excited about that and yeah we have a lot of cool stuff planned this week we are meeting a friend tomorrow for drinks that, that we met in vegas yes at a very cool spot okay so apparently tarpon springs is this place where there's like sponges yeah. like a sponge bed mm-hmm. and i didn't realize that that actually meant that they take the sponges and make sponges out of them yeah that's an actual it's a like tarpon springs is this cool little fishing village i had no fucking idea very so cool. that's very cool and there's also i don't know why i'm so fascinated by this but there's like a sponge museum and yes. i think we should go oh okay i don't think Do anyone has ever been excited <laughs> i was just gonna say i don't think ever anyone's ever been excited to go and we may have to have a drink before we do they, i feel like but... they need to give you a drink when you walk in it sounds like a snoozer <laughs> but i'll give it a shot okay i get excited about weird shit <laughs> yeah that's that would be the one of the top 10 i think the sponge museum would be weird yeah yeah for sure anyway if there's a cocktail involved you count me in okay yeah no, no problem there yeah so then i guess we're also going to meet our friends we're gonna meet a couple it is her birthday we're gonna yes. celebrate her birthday with her it always surprises me when people want to share that stuff with us I agree. I feel very honored. Yeah. I mean, we have had the opportunity to spend anniversaries and birthdays and major holidays with friends and you know, lifestyle friends. It's just like, man, why do people want to hang out with us that badly? I'm not that special. Well, we're fun. Yeah, but sh- for sure. But it's still a part of me that's like, eh, I- surely you can find someone cooler to hang out with. You know? Speak for yourself. I'm a badass. I meant me, not <laughs> you. Of course, everyone wants to hang out with you. Yeah. yeah, that'll be really fun. We're actually going to go to a very cool spot with them. I'm not going to say what it is yet because in case we don't go, I don't want it to. Yeah, in know. case it changes. Yeah. yeah. But I'm listening. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be very cool. I'm just excited to see them particularly because they're kind of on a similar journey to us. Yeah, they are full-time RVing. Yeah, and the last time we spoke with them, we just didn't have a lot of downtime, a lot of alone time with them to chat. I'm, I really am interested to kind of hear about their experiences and, and how they navigate different things, the kind of same shit we've been through and, and how it affects them. And I, I just want to talk to somebody who's not only lifestyle, but also doing the full-time RV thing. That's just kind of unique. You don't find a lot of them. Well, that's my whole thing is how do you full-time RV and swing and make it work consistently and not have it be a weird situation and yeah, I mean, there's just a lot to pick their brains about. So that'll be very cool. Yeah, we've been a little bit more fortunate because they do a lot of actual travel. We haven't done that yet. We've gone to places and just kind of stayed for the month or even more. And that's how we've navigated it and kind of made it our home, essentially. So we have a home base. Well, it's going to be a little friends because of that. Right. It's going to be a little different when because now we're in a different situation. We're going to do a lot more traveling like we wanted to originally. And it's going to be it's going to change things. So we're going to need to kind of I want to pick their brain about that. 
Yeah, we've talked about how it's going to work for us too. Like we're going to have to be a lot more proactive. Yes. We're going to have to be a little bit more creative in the ways that we meet people. And I actually am excited about that. I think it'll kind of get us out of our comfort zone. And I mean, this entire trip has been about that for us. This whole trip for us has been about trying to regain a comfort zone. At least it has been for me. And that's been the problem because that was taken out of my comfort zone, obviously. And as you know, I'm a creature of fucking habit, like a terrible creature of habit. I eat the same fucking things every day. I do the same. I mean, I'm a creature of habit. Horribly. <laughs> it's crazy. And being, you know, doing what we're doing forced me out of that space. But what we have, it seems to me, what we have attempted to do this entire time is try to find a level of comfort. Trying Everything we've done. Normal. Constantly trying to regain our normal. And that does not fucking work for what we're doing. It, it has to some degree, like you said, we've made friends and we've gotten kind of comfortable, but we've gotten too comfortable. We got to get uncomfortable again. I agree. To, to really earnestly enjoy this experience for what we want it to be and what it was intended to be, we are going to have to get really uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the whole point for me of this trip is stretching myself yeah. and doing things that I never would have done before yeah. and being okay with that, being okay with the uncomfortable elements of what we're doing. Well, the other thing we have to be okay with is the inevitable failures that we're going to encounter. Yeah, which we're really bad at. Really bad at it. Yeah, we, we literally try to set ourselves up in everything to not fail. I mean, I know everyone pretty much does that. No one you know, wants to fail necessarily. But particularly when it comes to lifestyle stuff, we try to really choreograph every fucking moment so that we are not disappointed. That's just a terrible fucking plan. Yeah, we need to live in the moment much more. I think yeah. that that is something we're learning and something that we will continue to work on. Yeah, it's it's definitely a work in progress. But now we're not going to have a choice. We are basically forcing ourselves out of our comfort zone again based on some plans that we have, which we will talk about at some point later down the road. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. And so, yeah, we're going to be forced to do that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we have some big shit coming up, you guys. We are doing things in the second half of 2021 and into 2022 that even we didn't think we would ever do. No. And we're going to share that with you guys shortly. Absolutely. I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. So let's talk about, since we're stepping out of our comfort zones, and I'm doing a lot more of that as well, particularly digital communication, right? I have (laughs) really been trying to be better in the digital world, communicating with people with whom I think I might be interested in meeting. And and let me say this, to be fair, when you said you were going to get back out there and really start getting on the sites again and start trying to meet people, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure how this is all going to go. And I'm like, oh, you're being such a pessimist. Everything's going to be fine. You're not going to run into any crazies. I was wrong. Oh, were you ever fucking and wrong? And I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, it's not just the crazies, right? What I'm finding now is because I am really far more immersed in engaging with people digitally and people, of course, reaching out to me and my reaching out to them and, and, and really being diligent about staying on top of it and trying to cultivate things, right? That's what we attempt to do. It's what we want to do. The problem with that is, much like what we just talked about, I definitely find myself in this box. I don't want to step out of it too far. And every time I think, okay, this person might not necessarily be the ideal person for me or the ideal person I would necessarily gravitate toward, but they're really nice. They seem to have really good conversation. Let's give it a shot. Inevitably, I take a kick in the balls. (laughs) It's inevitable. So I'm communicating with a woman who reached out to me, okay? And we're having nice conversation for over the course of a couple of days. Now, she has a profile picture, multiple profile pictures. 
very clearly indicates on her profile that she is a partnered person, and she's having a communication, kind of open line of communication with me about ethical non-monogamy and how, how much she's excited about it. I'm thinking, okay, she's a partnered gal in an ethically non-monogamous situation. Yeah. <laughs> this is an open... No, 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 that's not the case at all. As it turns out, down the road, day two, the end of day two, message 20, she tells me that she wishes she had a relationship like mine and yours, because as we are continuing to talk, I'm telling her more about us. And I had to stop. I was like, well, wait a second. What is your ethically non-monogamous relationship currently like? And then it, she divulges that she's not ethically non-monogamous, that she is actually looking to play outside of her marriage. She's I'm like, just non-monogamous. She's not ethically non-monogamous. She's, yeah, she, well, <laughs> she's, mono, she's non-monogamous. Her partner doesn't seem to be. So, yeah, I, I was just, I was blown away by it. And I thought, man, every time I try to step outside my comfort zone, this is the kind of thing that happens. Like, what the fuck? What is going on? And the boldness to be out images and all this information it's almost like people like that i think sometimes want to get caught you know to some degree i feel like that's what they want to do and here's the problem for me if that had been a single guy either trying to communicate with me or communicating with me in lieu of trying to communicate with you and he divulged that information basically the same way she did i'd have been pissed and i probably would have been shitty with him i find myself incapable of doing that when a woman is reaching out to me that way. yeah we were talking about that this morning i I just it's a double standard. Well, it's for a sure. double standard. There's probably a little bit of sexism in there, but I guess it comes from my being as fucking old as I am. And I feel bad for people. I feel bad for her. Well, I feel bad for people, period. I think we've talked about that a lot lately. Like, there has to be some empathy in people being in that situation. Now, of course, there are just shitty people that exist out there that just want to be selfish and do things for themselves and they don't care who they hurt. But I don't think that's the case for everyone. No. And like I said, I genuinely feel bad because I have to imagine someone in a situation like that, things at home must just be fucking terrible, right? They must be fucking terrible if this is the, if you're willing to do what you're doing. And so I, I just, I couldn't be rude. I just said, well, I'm sorry. You know, unfortunately, without your partner being involved and without you being in an open relationship and some sort of level of ethical non-monogamy, I I just really, I I can't go any further forward. And I don't think it's a great idea that you and I continue communicating. She thanked me very much, apologized, and that was the end of it. Yeah, but here's here's your thing. You're going to use that as like, see, every time I step out of my comfort zone, (laughs) I get screwed over. No, no, no. I'm not saying I got screwed over. I just feel like it was a lot of energy that I put into something only to have it blow up in my face. And it's over and over and over. And I get it. It's a numbers game. This shit is constant, but I'm not used to it because you typically deal with it. Yeah, so I now, I'm de- now I deal with it with the guys. I mean, holy shit. I, it, listen, I, the single guys are, or, or not single guys in some cases, are brutal for me to deal with. It's over-fucking-whelming. Yeah, but I've been doing the majority of it lately. Yes, it's just overwhelming. Well, it, even the guys that want to meet me. It's just, it's it's exhausting. Yeah. So it's a lot of work. And I just, I just, you know, I really want it to be a smoother process. Of course, it's not. No, you so. have to get through, you have to wade through the bullshit to get to the fun. I tell people that all the time. Oh, man. Whenever anyone reaches out and they're like, we are having the hardest time ever meeting people. Yes. We've gone on like four dates. And I'm like, are you, four. Four? <laughs> yeah. You should count your blessings. Are you kidding me? Yeah, let us know when you get to 40. Yeah, exactly. Or 50 or whatever the hell it's, I have no idea anymore. Yeah, it's, listen, again, comfort zones, right? Got to get out of it. I'm working on it. I will continue to forge forward. So you, you have the single guy tip of the week again this week. And I have to say, I was really disappointed. 
I was super disappointed too. So here's the situation. I talked last week on last week's episode about a guy that had reached out to me and we had been communicating and he seemed incredibly genuine. He was very handsome, very well-spoken. And he asked me out. He said, I'd love to take you out sometime and get to know you. He suggested dinner. We've talked many times about how I don't do dinner anymore because if it's a train wreck and I don't want to sit across from you and look at your face for an hour and a half, then, you know, I want to be able to have a quick out so a drink is a better bet. So we decided to meet up about a half hour from where you and I are staying. We went to a nice place that you and I have been to a couple of times now. First of all, the guy is 20 minutes late, doesn't text to tell me he's going to be late until 15 minutes in. I finally texted him and said, hey, where the hell are you? And he messages back and goes, oh, I'm sorry. Traffic's crazy. Be there soon. Right. Already annoyed. I hate that. I hate the late thing. I actually had a friend here in Florida tell me it's kind of a Florida thing. <laughs> like yeah, everyone's yeah, or always running 10 to 15 minutes late. Yeah, they're on Florida time. And it's just kind of acceptable. I don't run that way. And so maybe I need to tell guys that up front. Like, hey, if you say five or seven or whatever, you be there at that time or I'm yeah. going to be annoyed. Well, listen, it's just courteous, right? Also, you're meeting someone for the first time with the hopeful intention of having sex with them at some point, potentially. Yeah. You would think you'd want to be Johnny on the fucking spot. Well, he wasn't, but that was the least of the issues. The date actually went very well. The meeting went well. He was very charming. There was not a lot of flirtation. I couldn't really tell if he was showing a lot of interest towards me, but it was good conversation at least. And then the bill comes and it's sitting between us. We sat at the bar and it's just kind of sitting in between us there. And he never goes to reach for it ever. Right. And so it just sits there for like 10 minutes. And finally, I went to go grab for it, expecting him to be like, hey, let's split it or like him pull out his card and be like, oh, no, let me get it. I always say I don't expect guys to pay for the date if I invite them. My rule of thumb is always if you invite me, you pay. If I invite you, I'll pay. And the next time we go out, we can switch. It can be a very mutual thing. I don't expect to be doted on by a guy and have him pick up everything. But this guy did not even offer to split it with me. He asked me out, didn't offer to pay for it, didn't offer to split it. Showed up late. So my card is sitting out there and the entire time up to the point that the bartender comes to grab it, I'm expecting him to pull out his card. He never does. So I end up paying for the entire bill. Once again, not even that big of a deal. It was annoying to me, but it was like, okay, whatever. Then we go outside. He is parked across the street from me. Our cars are literally across the street from each other. You would think a gentleman would walk me to my car, which is literally 15 steps from his car. Yeah, it's a two-lane street. It's not not like you're crossing a fucking highway. And he doesn't do that. So at this point, I'm like, he's clearly not interested. He's kind of a jerk, whatever. I get in my car. I can see him in his car texting. And two seconds later, I get a little ding that he's texting me. So I open it and it's like, oh my God, you are so pretty. And I had so much fun. I would love for us to hook up sometime. And I'm like, where did that come from? You showed basically no interest. You were late. You didn't pay for the date. Like, what the fuck? There's so much wrong with this story. I don't even know where to fucking start. Yeah, so I called you and told you. What was your reaction to all this? Well, first of all, when you called me, to be fair, I think I was naked uh, at the pool. Pretty much is where I was. (laughs) And so I had to get up, of course. Can't have the phone out at the pool. Got up and started walking around. I was like, well, because I was so confused. Because up until that point... uh, the whole reason you went out with the guy was because the conversation was really good and you seemed to have a good connection. And then he shows up late without any real notice. Doesn't The, the whole not walking you to your car, I, I'm not even as bent out of shape as probably some people would think about 
him not picking up the bill, although I don't appreciate that kind of behavior, but not walking you to your car. And we're talking about two lanes, people. This road is literally two lanes. It's 20 feet at the most. That's just a gentlemanly thing to do. I don't care if he was or wasn't interested. You just do that. But to not offer to at least pay his half of the bill, to not gesture toward grabbing the bill, not apologize for being late profusely, all of that stuff, any one of those things could probably be forgiven. All of them in totality, it's a death by a thousand cuts. I, I just can't fuck with it. And I told you on the phone, I said, when you ta- when you called me and told me, I said, well, it, it, just tell him you're not interested. There's, I couldn't be okay with you going out with a guy like that. I don't trust him. Well, I couldn't be okay going out with a guy like that. Like, I know my value. I know the way that I deserve to be treated. I know the way I treated him throughout the entire interaction. Right which was with nothing but respect and, of course, going way out of my way by also picking up a tab that I don't feel like I was responsible for. It's like, you know, to then also say that you want to hook up with me, I'm like, I'm just so out. And I tell other hot wives this all the time. Know your worth and make sure that you're standing up for yourself. Make sure you're not accepting less than you deserve. Just because this is not a relationship does not mean that this person shouldn't go out of their way to make you feel special. Well, yeah, it does. Well, the relationship piece of it doesn't matter. This is common courtesy, right? It's just it's just normative behavior. You ask somebody out on a date. At minimum, you show up on time. And if you can't, because listen, shit happens. Traffic happens. Life happens. It's a, it's a courtesy. It's a text. I'm so sorry. I'm running a few minutes late because you get there. You apologize again. You at minimum offer to split the tab with the person. Whether there was a connection or not, I just don't understand that. And then to walk, to walk out with you, same time, not walk you to your car, but to text you from his car where you can see him, only to tell you that, oh, I'm interested, I really want to see you again, and none of that was ever conveyed during the date. Yeah, let me throw this out there. This is also a guy who has no balls whatsoever. We sat with each other for an hour and a half. You had an hour and a half of time to express your interest, and you never fucking did. Instead, you wait like a coward in your car and text me that. I just, I can't. I just, I think it's so incredibly cowardly. I think it's somebody who either has zero experience in this lifestyle, or doesn't have the best self self confidence, but either way, I'm not interested. Well, we talked about it. You said that there was some because I asked you what his most recent history was like in terms of dating. It seems like he was a re- relatively newly divorced person who was married for a period of time. Right. That tells me all I need to know. He has very little dating experience since that relationship, most likely, and has absolutely no idea how to conduct himself. Which I find strange. Don't get me wrong. He's not a kid. He was late 30s. It's not an excuse. No, no, I'm not giving him one. I'm simply saying he didn't prepare. Like we, like I say all the time, know your audience, prepare yourself for what you're getting into. If you don't know, ask at minimum, you've got to let people know. He should have said to you, Hey, Brenna, just so you know, I don't have a lot of dating experience. This is what my life has been like. I am definitely going to make some fucking mistakes. And if I do, please call me out on them. Learn, man. I have so much more respect for that than that type of childish behavior you're he's almost 40 years old you're a fucking adult you need to fix that shit yeah i agree i like that vulnerability too the ability to be like here's who i am i have my faults i have my you know the things that i still need to learn in my life or or things that i want to learn about this lifestyle that i don't know right now i think that's very sexy a man that can be that way listen anyone the the person in the room who thinks they know it all is the least intelligent person in that room yeah it's just that simple 
We don't know everything. And it's okay to ask. Yeah. So ask, be respectful. And for frick's sake, people, if you are going on a date, you pick up the tab if you invite. That should be the rule. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there right now. That should be the blanket rule. That's only, listen, that is just one rule that was learned in this experience. But yes, it's one of them for sure. And I should not have picked up the tab. I should have said to him like, hey, you invited me. So what are we doing with this tab? Are we going to at least split it? I should have said that. That, Well, that's what I told you. So that's on me. That is my responsibility to do in the future to make sure that I'm speaking up for myself, which is something we've talked about a lot. That is an opportunity for me. And I can't put all the faults on someone else. But yeah, I mean, do that. Pick up the tab. When the bartender asked you, is it on one check? You should have said no. They They didn't ask. He just put down the bill and... I put my card down and they took it. Yeah. See, that's for me, if the if the server were to ask something like that, the best thing to do is to say yes. So that f- like if a, if a gal did that or whoever did that for me and said yes, two checks, then that gives me the opportunity to say, no, 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 put it on one. I, I want to take care of that. Yeah. That kind of thing. But again, no knowledge of just simple decorum and the fact that he behaved that way. Yeah. I, I guess there's just no, no coming back from that at this point. So- in case anyone was wondering, I'm not fucking this guy. No. I deserve better. I have a higher value than this person put on me. And that's totally okay. I'm learning from it. I'm moving on from it and excited for the next opportunity. So yep. that's the way it goes. Now, on the flip side of that, we're going to talk about a fucking amazing experience that I had with a smoke show. I yes. cannot wait to talk about it. Oh, I'm so excited because I really don't know the specifics of it. No. I do know that you came home with a shit-eating grin on your face yep. and you were so excited about the whole thing. So sure did. This is going to be sexy and we're going to talk about that very shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. We have breaking news, people. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped Engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the US and Canada. The new trimmer was released only moments ago, and we are one of the first to get our hands on it. Well, mostly Brian, although I think it's very sleek and sexy as well. And you should join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SWINGERS at manscaped.com. Yes, I am one of the first people to try the new 4.0 and I am blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and detail on the 4.0 are next level. What makes this trimmer different than all other trimmers? Well, I'll tell you. First of all, for me, a new multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock. If you're anything like me, you stick this thing in your travel kit, you get on a plane, you get in the car, you get on a bus, and it starts going off and vibrating in your bag. This stops from all that from happening. The Lawnmower 4.0 also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Also, the trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths, sizes one through four. That is super helpful for so many reasons. And looks wise, it's sleek, has a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamped black chrome manscaped logo, shows the mower off loud and proud. I cannot tell you how impressive this 4.0 is. I love it. It's my go-to to keep myself groomed and keep the boys trim. Again, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWINGERS at manscaped.com. No person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth, especially us lifestylers, and your balls will thank you. 
people, not all lubes are created equal. We are big fans of certain lubes and not so big of fans of others. And two of my personal favorite lubes can be found on Promescent's website. The water lube is never sticky, toy and condom compatible, and feels great all the way through your play session. And their organic aloe lube is glycerin and paraben free and feels so soft on the skin. Those are just two examples of the amazing products that you can find at promescent.com. That being said, you're going to find a lot more than just lubricants on Promescent's website. They have everything from condoms to massage oils to vitamins and everything in between. And of course, don't forget their amazing flagship product, the Delay Spray, which helps you elongate your sexy bedroom playtime. Head on over to Promescent.com, that is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com, and use our promo code, which is FPS15OFF, FPS15OFF for 15% off of your order today. We know that you'll love their sexy bedroom products just as much as we do. So as mentioned, today is Brian's turn. He had a solo date with a beautiful woman, a partnered woman that we have kind of talked about on the podcast a little bit before because I have played with her partner a couple of times and you got to go out of town and experience something very sexy with her and I'm dying to hear about it. Yeah, there were again a couple of firsts here involved in this, right? So little backstory you obviously have played with her partner they're just an amazing couple we i had the opportunity obviously to meet them both back when you first kind of met him which was very cool i just thought they were amazing people she is drop dead gorgeous smoking hot body and just the best personality she is your type to a t as far as physicality she is curvy in all the right places she has beautiful brunette hair she is just beautiful yes she is and what I loved about this entire experience, the thing I loved the most, first of all, was she reached out to you initially Yes. to ask you if you thought it was okay that she reach out to me yes. and ask me to go out on a date with her. Yeah, which I loved. I thought that was great. Yeah. Well, they are both of them are just thoughtful people. He did very much the same thing. Like when you first met him, the very first time you guys went out, he insisted on coming to the door and meeting me. And I just, there just speaks volumes about that. Yeah. Let me also throw this out there. They are only like a year into the lifestyle. So these are not uber seasoned people, but they are very thoughtful people. They are people that understand just general connection and, and respect and they have that feed into all of their interactions with other people, which I think is really impressive because I think there are very seasoned people in this lifestyle that would not do some of the things that they did. No, we know they don't. And they, some seasoned people can really take a, a page out of their book. They do it absolutely correctly. And you can just tell what kind of people they are in normative life. They're just thoughtful, kind people. Yes. Anytime I interact with either of them, they are just so pleasant. And she is a doll. So she did reach out to me. She kicked me, actually. That's how we started corresponding initially, because we were all in the same kind of kick group when we were all communicating. And she paid me an amazing compliment and asked if I might be interested in meeting her out for lunch. Wait, what was the compliment? Just something really cute about wanting to get her hands on my body and would I be interested in going out to lunch with her. Oh, that's cute. Good enough for me. (laughs) And I, of course, knew that she had communicated with you first, so... Obviously, I was all about it. And I was just super excited to hear from her because she and I didn't have, you know, we weren't flirting with each other or anything like that the first or even second time that we met. It was really kind of about you and her partner. And I was certainly not forward in any way. I was just kind of, you know, friendly and and playful when we were talking. And I just enjoyed their company. So I wasn't, wasn't trying to make a move, so to speak. And so I was just thrilled that she did that. And so we made plans. I was going to meet her in Tampa, basically midway between where 
all of us are essentially. And this was going to be a daytime date. So this is a weekend. It was two o'clock in the afternoon, basically. And the tentative plan was we were going to have lunch, get to know each other. If everything worked out, maybe we get a hotel room right. in, in the area, right? That that was essentially the plan. Which I was uber turned on by the I idea know. of you going out of town and getting this room and having it be this kind of afternoon rendezvous with this incredibly sexy woman. I was just itching with <laughs> sexy energy at this whole thing. It was just so fucking hot to me. Yeah, for me as well, because again, a lot of firsts, right? This was the first time I was going to do exactly what we were doing, where I was going to go out of town, potentially get a room with somebody. This is kind of a big deal. And again, you and I are going to be apart now. This is an all-day thing. Right. Because I'm meeting her at 2. We're about 45 minutes away, so I'm leaving around 1 o'clock. Didn't get back until 8 or something like that. It was kind of a, it was a long day. So for us to be apart that long, again, while it sounds crazy for people, not the norm for us, Doesn't particularly on the road. It fucking happen. It does not happen. But I was excited for it to happen, I guess, mostly because, well, first of all, I really like her. Right. Which I think makes a huge difference. We've talked about that multiple times at this point. If I like the other person, it's like I feel comfortable with you being with that person. And I feel like there's a level of trust there, which is a big deal for me. But the other thing is I can get rid of all of the negative thought and just focus on like how sexy it is that you are going out with someone else. Well, that's well, same thing for me though, right? We talk about this. I'm always concerned about your safety. That's my, my biggest concern when you and I are apart, certainly. But if I know the person and I've met them or you have some kind of a history with them or we have a rapport with them, I don't even have to think about necessarily the safety component. I can focus on the sexiness of it, which for me just takes all the pressure off of me. I can just enjoy the idea that you are potentially being physical with somebody else and I don't need to worry about all the extraneous bullshit. Right. You know, which is really nice. And in situations like this where we know the both, you know, we know the couple, both people, that just makes life so much easier. I agree. And in this case, it was just so fluid and flawless. I, I mean, I was so happy and really su not surprised, but pleasantly surprised, I guess, at how smooth this was. Well, tell me about you know? it. I'm dying. Okay. So we make the plans. I'm going to drive. She's going to drive. We're going to meet for lunch at two o'clock at this very cool place. It's kind of this river walk area in Tampa. Really very nice. I kind of you know looked it up online and the pictures were amazing. Get there. Send her a text, let her know that I'm just a few minutes away. She immediately responds and says, hey, I parked in such and such parking lot. Why don't you park there too? And then I'll meet you. So I did. I was actually right in front of this parking lot, which is adjacent to the restaurant we were meeting in. So as I parked the car, I get out, I send her another message. And no sooner do I send the message, hey, I'm on my way. She's walking directly toward me coming from the, the place we're going to meet at on the sidewalk. And I was just excited to meet her. She was wearing this very cute blue sundress, very form-fitting, showed off all of those amazing curves. She looked great. Just really, she's so pretty. Just You're a, just you're a, a big fan of the sundress too. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a sundress fan, no doubt about it. Uh, she looked amazing. Very quickly kind of embraced me, hugged me. I kissed her on the cheek and just started some small talk because I had never been to this place, nor had she. And so we were just excited to be there. And again, very kind of a sexy indoor, outdoor environment. They clearly were doing live music, I guess, pre covid world and so it was just really set up very cool so immediately we go in she made a reservation which again i thought was very neat That's you know very she cool. yeah she took the initiative and made the reservation which i thought was awesome so 
we get to sit down and she chose an outdoor seat. It was shaded, which was really nice. And I thought that's going to be great because we'll kind of be, you know, be separate from a lot of the folks and have a, you know, the ability to kind of chat with one another and get to know each other. And so they did, they put us in this kind of a grassy slash patio area, really big, beautiful umbrella. And the table that they sat us, where they sat us was basically a table for, let's call it five. It was a big round top. There were five chairs, but obviously only two of us. And I guess they were kind of separating people and that that's why it happened. But it worked out really perfectly because the way the server sat us was she was off to my right and I was sitting kind of facing the building. She was facing the building, but to my right. And there was some space between us, you know, because it's a big table. Right. And so just a few minutes into conversation, he dropped the menus. You know, he was going to grab us some water. We were looking at the drink menu. She stopped for a second. She said, hang on, let me switch seats. She got up, moved her chair over to my left, and sat right next to me. And when I say next to me, our chairs were touching and our knees were touching. So she's right near me. I love that about her. She is very forward, but in a good way. Well, she's She's just... She's very confident. Yeah, she's super confident and very sure of herself, which you know what that does for me. I love that. So again, picked herself up, moved right next to me, and I thought, wow, that's really impressive. Like, that's so rare, you know? So... Again, looking at menus, we're talking, making light conversation. We order a couple of drinks, decide what we're going to eat. Server comes over. And essentially what she said to him was, hey, we we can use a few more minutes because we're just talking. We weren't even ready to order lunch at this point. So he gave us some time and we actually had a chance to finish our drinks before we ever even ordered lunch. So we had sat there now for probably every bit of close to 30 minutes, just bullshit. You know, getting to know one another and talking about our relationships and our experiences in the lifestyle and what we're looking to get out of the lifestyle going forward. Meanwhile, the entire time, her hand is now touching my leg. She's rubbing my leg. Ooh. Which you wait, know, hold on. Are you are you confused at this point if she wants you or not? Let's <laughs> let's make the distinction here because in the past we've we've struggled with that. Yeah, that's funny. No, I was not struggling. In fact, as soon as she did that, a light bulb went off over my head. I'm like, oh, I need to definitely reciprocate. So I was you kind learned. Of, I did. I yeah. Listen, I try. I try to learn. I'm, I'm evolving. So what I did was I kind of put my hand on the back of her chair to begin with because she's so close to me, and then sort of kind of rubbing her back a little bit, and then eventually my hand was on the upper portion of her thigh because her hand was on my knee. So just, you know, from a position situation, it just worked out. And that's kind of how this went the entire time. So you're making contact the entire date. Yep. The entire, basically within 10 minutes of us seeing each other. Wow. Essentially. That's a big deal for you. It's a fucking huge deal for me. Yep. But she made me so comfortable. Again, just such a great personality and just such a sweet person. There was no weird overtones. There was nothing that was awkward about it. It was, we didn't even, and there was no conversation about, may I touch your leg or do you want to touch me? Nothing like that. It just happened seamlessly. Now, I think a lot of that has to come from the fact that you and her partner had such a great connection. Yeah. Well, you we know? did, absolutely. Yeah, well, and I'll get to that because he sent me a text message and gave me some inside information, okay. which really benefited me later. <laughs> so I just felt good about it. And we had lunch. Lunch was amazing. The food was great. She said, hey, why don't we walk around? Because I've never really been to this area. I haven't spent any real time here. So got up. I paid the bill. And Wait, you paid the bill? I paid the bill. I paid for lunch. <laughs> I bought her lunch. Absolutely. It was such you a nice gentleman, experience. You gentlemen, you. Yeah, imagine that. So, you know, listen, I, I just... I, again, I don't want to beat it up, but I can't imagine not being courteous, you know? And of course, she offered to pay. She also offered to split it. I said, no, let me buy you lunch. So we get up 
and now we're going to start walking around. And again, this is a kind of a big indoor-outdoor area. There's a marketplace that had multiple kind of restaurants and a little bar. There was a sushi place and some retail. So it was a mixed-use building all right there by the river, which I thought was really kind of cool. They were renting kayaks and all kinds of stuff. So we went, did the tour of the plaza, and then we came back outside, and she said, why don't we walk down, down the river? I said, great. It's big. So keep in mind, we're now together at this point every bit of an hour or more, okay? Every bit of that. And as we're walking, it's obvious that we're going to end up having to turn around at some point, but we kept on going probably half a mile, and there were some swings and like a park bench and that kind of thing. And then she was like, why don't we just stop and sit down and talk for a bit? Thought that was great. Sat down. We're looking at the water. There's some boats going by. And as soon as we sat down, once again, she is right next to me. Her hand is on my leg. Oh. Now I'm like, okay, I'm going to step it up a notch. So my hand was on her upper thigh when we were sitting at lunch on her dress. Now I'm actually going to touch her bare leg. <laughs> That's a fucking huge thing for me. I know. Don't laugh. I was just going to say, this is like a big deal for you to be yes. so forward. Yeah. Well, she touched me first. I let her make that move. And then I put my hand on her leg. And then she puts her leg over mine. So we're sitting basically right on top of one another. Okay. <laughs> That's how this is going. So out of the norm for me, right? So far out of my comfort zone for the most part. Someone I've met a couple of times, but don't really know that well. And with an hour or hour and a half of kind of on being on this date with her, we're full on sitting on each other's laps pretty much, which is just kind of bizarre for me. Also, I should mention, which I didn't mention to you, the entire time we walked, we were holding hands. She held my hand. Really? Yes. Okay, so longtime listeners of our podcast know that in the past, I have not loved the idea <laughs> of you holding hands with another woman. So now I have no reaction to it whatsoever, which is very cool. And I'm actually kind of turned on by it. Well, the first time, of course, this happened, as everyone knows, it was kind of a knee-jerk thing. And I was, you know, it wasn't, we didn't have a conversation about holding anybody's hand. I'm just saying, I've come a long way. Well, yeah, you've definitely evolved. But this was so cool, and it just put me so much more at ease. And you know me, I, I don't like to be forward. I don't attend parties in which I am not invited. I, I really try to be courteous and let the, you know, the person I'm with take that, that initiative because I don't want to ever overstep in any way. And everything she did just made me that much more comfortable. It was really very comfortable. It wasn't even, it wasn't weird to me at all, to be honest. That's very cool. So when we finally sat down, as I said, I was touching her leg and her leg is draped over mine and we're just kind of looking at the water and we're watching some of the rowers and they're, you know, doing their thing. And finally she said, so what do you think? Should we get a room? I said, yeah, I would really like that. We should absolutely do that. She reached over. At that point, she we kissed each other just, just gently, just a peck, you know, and she said, okay, let's find one. Is that the first time you had kissed? Yes, except for my kissing her on the cheek when I arrived. So now we're starting to look to see where we are. And of course, we're surrounded by hotels or everywhere. And I found the one that was directly behind us. Like literally, it was a four minute walk, like right there. So book the room. We get we go and get our vehicles. Obviously, we walk together. I walked with her to the car, mind <laughs> you. Uh, we are parked just a few cars away. Got in, drove down the street, which was like two minutes, and went checked in, got a room. And... So she has her little overnight bag. I have mine. She had a speaker. It was like, again, just ideal, just prepped, ready to go. And I brought my little my little travel kit just in case, obviously. No pressure, no assumptions that anything was going to happen, but you never know and you want to be safe, right? So you got to have your little bag of tricks. And so we get in, really nice room. It was a super nice hotel. And very quickly, she sets up the room. I 
pull the shades closed. She dims the light. She puts on some really soft music. And now we're just sitting on the bed. And basically, we start making out. But here's the thing. I got a text message from her partner the night before she and I were meeting. Okay. Hey, I'm so glad that you guys are going out. And, you know, just some really nice kind of banter. Then he said, just so you know, she loves soft kisses and lots of nipple attention. Oh. Breast attention. Okay. I mean, how it's like you were given the key. Right? And she has the best tits ever. So this yeah. is a treat for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. But yes, she does. So automatically, I already have, like, I got like this hidden secret, right? And of course, I didn't mention to her that he had said that to me. I'm sure he probably told her, much like I do for you when right. I'm interacting with guys that you're about to meet. Yeah. What a wingman, though. Just like you. What a guy. I well, love yeah. It. Which is why I really appreciate these two because they are very similar to us in terms of how they kind of interact with not just the people with whom they're going to play or go out with, but their partners, their respective partners. It was exactly the thing that I would do. Like if I knew that that was going to happen with somebody, I certainly would reach out and tell them the same thing if I was already communicating with them, which I thought was great. So we're making out, and again, very different as we talked about, we we kind of teased it on one of the other episodes, very different from how you and I interact. Right. This was not aggressive. This was very soft. So how does it all start? We're on the bed. We basically both got in the middle of the bed. And we were, I was laying on my left side, she on her right, and we just started kissing at that point. And that's where we, we stayed in that position, fully closed, for a good period of time, 15, 20 minutes maybe. Oh, wow. It was really just a nice kind of barely touching each other, you know, running our fingers and hands over each other, fully clothed. Again, no nudity, no, no aggressive sexual, you know, overtones, just really soft. Which was obviously very different for me. Not something I'm accustomed to, but I was totally open to because I was super worked up in that moment. She is so fucking hot. Yeah. So that lasts a while, as I said. And then I kind of slipped off the bed a little bit. I got to the foot of the bed. She's still on the bed. And she kind of sat up and started taking off her dress. I was all about that. And you're like, yes, please. Yes, ma'am. Show me that amazing body. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, not wearing a bra, but she did have these l- nice little white linen panties on. Oh. Kept the panties on, okay, for the moment. I got back on the bed and I took her dress and put it on the chair. At this point, I have now removed my shoes and now I'm back on the bed. We're making out again. And now I get to touch her and I'm touching her breasts and I'm gently kissing on them and it was so fucking hot. And all I kept playing in the back of my mind was, I already know what she likes. This is awesome. <laughs> so it was working out really well. And then... I'm going to rock this fucking PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. And then, of course, I lay on my back. She gets on top of me. She still has panties on. I am still dressed. And we're still making out. And I got to tell you, looking up at her while she was just kind of straddling me, her tits are amazing. Ugh. They're spectacular. Yes, I've so, seen them. <laughs> yes, I know you have. And I just enjoyed it thoroughly. So basically from there, she kind of, I, I kind of motion, I grab her by the waist and she gets off, off to my left side. I get off of the bed and I now get undressed. I take my pants off, take my shirt off. I'm totally naked. She's on the bed wearing panties. However, I am now going to remove her panties, which I did. <laughs> and put them on the chair along with her dress. And I go down on her instantly because her fucking pussy is amazing and she's naked and i'm super worked up oh so this is happening and i kind of move her toward the edge of the bed a little bit and i go down on her for what 
I don't even know how long. I don't. I didn't care. It was just so good. <laughs> just listening to her moan. Time is just flying by as yeah, you're eating this beautiful pussy. Yeah, I did not give a shit. How it just didn't matter to me, frankly. I it just didn't care until eventually. I realized that I was probably spending too much time and getting her, she was super worked up. But here's the other thing that was awesome. Giving me instruction. Oh, love that. Giving me instruction. See, this is a confident woman who knows what she wants, knows what she likes, and isn't afraid to say it. And I love that. I could tell that about her even yes. just being around her socially. Well, I kind of had the feeling that she was going to let me know if she wanted something specific based on her behavior leading up to this point. She yes. was very confident. And I love that. You can tell me, like I said, I've said this many times, you can draw me a fucking map. I don't care. Yeah, you're going to follow it like yeah, a good absolutely. fucking yeah. explorer. Yeah, yeah. I'm a soldier. You just give me the fucking map. So... I uh, she, everything she told me to do, I did. I used my fingers here. I licked her there. Like, fuck, yeah. If that's what you want, I'm in. No fucking problem. I have no qualm with that. And that went on for a good period of time. And then she kind of grabbed me by the head or grabbed both sides of my head and kind of pulled me toward her. So now I'm, I'm on top of her and we're making out. I start kissing her neck. I'm back onto her amazing breasts and just kind of kissing her all over. At this point, again, I'm completely naked as well. She rolls me over and gets on top of me again. We're making out again. And then very quickly, she starts licking me all over and kissing me all over. And she's reciprocating kind of the pressure that I'm applying. So I'm kissing her very softly based on the information I was provided. She's doing the same, which I thought was awesome. And eventually she starts sucking my cock, which was amazing. She's got my balls in her in one hand. She's stroking it with the other. Is it sensual still? Yes, 100%. And, and, and she's off to the side of me. Like she's off to my left side. Oh, so you can kind of like touch on her big, awesome booty while she's sucking your cock? I absolutely did because her ass is amazing. So I was, I was brushing my fingers through her hair a little bit so I could kind of see her face and get her hair out of her face. And at the same time, rubbing her ass, which was amazing. Just just so curvy and just in such an amazing way. And this went on for a while. She really took her time getting to appreciate my cock, which I super appreciated. And from that point, she again laid back down onto my left. We're making out for a few minutes. I reach over, grab a condom, and I get off of the bed. And now I'm at the foot of the bed once again. Put the condom on. She is on her back. And that's where we start having sex from there. And I am going really softly. Because based, again, on what the information I was provided, I am not going to assume that it's going to be anything other than kind of softer. Sure. Right? And that's exactly what it was. We were kind of, I was in that top position for a period of time, moved her legs around a little bit to try to figure out exactly what she liked. Once again, she let me know because she moved herself exactly where she wanted to be. Yep. And I just thought that was fucking amazing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've got both of her legs up at one point, then it's one leg up, then turned to her, uh, it was on her left side, and I'm kind of straddling now her left leg. Just so fucking hot. And she looked great in all those positions. Is it like soft and slow? Or? Very much so. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Very. And that's not the norm for you. So how no. was that for you? Well, first of all, it was very deep, very deliberate softer and slower than you and I certainly play. And that's how, I mean, it seemed to work. That's what she was looking for. I could just tell by her, kind of the way she was moving her body and responding to me. And of course, how she had an orgasm was pretty obvious. So so she orgasmed while you were fucking her on from top? The, on the side. Yeah, you know, when I was kind of, when I was straddling her leg, mm. which was just, again, just just awesome. And so she's letting me know what's going on is working basically by her body language. Sure. From there, again, we end up, she ends up, well, she ends up on her stomach, basically. And I'm fucking her from behind. 
And this goes on for a long time because I'm enjoying the view. And <laughs> initially I started out straddling her and fucking her from behind. She then says, let me get on my hands and knees. Tells me exactly what she wants, right? I get up. She stand, gets up on her hands and knees and kind of puts her ass up in the air. And now I'm fucking her that way, which again, fucking awesome. She has an orgasm. So I know this woman knows what she likes. She's putting herself in a situation where she knows this is going to work for me. And I'm just putting myself in your shoes for a second because once again, I've seen this woman. I've seen her mostly naked. I've seen her amazing ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I know how much of an ass man you are. So I'm imagining her on all fours, you behind her, just staring down at this big, beautiful booty and how yes. much you must have been in heaven at that moment. I was. And to your question, how was it for me kind of playing this way at this pace and, and kind of this tempo? It was fucking hot, but it all comes back to your partner. Yeah, you're really good at playing off of someone's energy yeah. because you can be super rough, super aggressive. You can also be super soft. And I think what's great about you and your energy is you can be happy in all of those different scenarios. You don't feel stifled. No. In fact, th well, again, we talked about this, I don't know, a couple episodes ago. One of the reasons that for me, it's important that my partner be satisfied and satiated. And I know that my partner's enjoying herself or himself. That's how I benefit. Yep. It, it, it really is the truth. If my partner is in, is satiated in every imaginable way and enjoying themselves, it just makes for a better experience for me. It yeah. just intensifies the experience. So knowing that she was happy, she clearly knew what she wanted. She let me know every chance she got, which was amazing. I will happily take that instruction and i think because i was so open to taking it she was just willing to give it to me Hell which yeah. is why and i don't understand why anybody wouldn't want it why would you not want a, especially a partner you've never been with before right. right you don't know how this person's body responds and as it turns out she's very different from my partner sure you know you guys couldn't be more different in terms of that so the fact that she knew that and was able to convey that to me just lent itself to a fucking amazing experience. So, yeah, I mean, in the future, I will take that information any chance I get. <laughs> just throwing it out there. So she's on all fours. She, you are fucking her from behind. She yes, comes. Yes. And I come almost immediately after she does. Ugh. Because I was so fucking turned on. I just, it was crazy. Crazy hot how hot that was. Sounds like it. Yeah. So we're in that position for a couple of minutes. We're both trying to kind of come down. I pull out of her. I get off the bed, remove the condom, clean myself up real quick, get right back on the bed. And now she and I are laying next to each other and we're basically touching each other and cuddling and, and you know, just kind of hanging out. And no weird aftermath, just conversation. Nothing crazy. It was not sexual. It wasn't awkward. It was just conversation, touching each other. I'm rubbing her arm. She's rubbing my leg. In fact, she was even rubbing my cock a little bit still, which I super appreciated. And it You're was, really sensitive afterwards, though. Was that good for you? Was it yeah. soft enough for you? Yeah. And oh, yeah. Listen, she is as tender a person as you can imagine. I'm just going to throw this out there, too, as kind of an afterthought for this whole thing. She has since reached out to me and said that she wants to play with me. Yes. And so I have learned now, after hearing your experience, I would love to play with her because one of the things I... I really appreciate about playing with a woman specifically is that they tend to be more soft and sensual and i like that difference between men and women so i am dying to yeah. play with her <laughs> she said to me she's like please mention the brenda that i would love to spend some time with her love lady time listen she's just super sexy when i was i mean going down on her was delightful i could have stayed there all day 
<laughs> like no problem. And her breasts are amazing. In fact, at one point, uh, she was on top of me, and she she did ride my cock for a short period of time before. I got on top of her initially, but I just wanted to see her naked on top of me. Well, so I was going to ask you that. So we talk often about, you know, the idea of a person doesn't have to be our perfect physical specimen for us to enjoy sex with them, right? No. We have been with people that are our perfect physical specimens. We've yes. also been with people who maybe are not, but their personalities override all of that. They're amazing. Yeah. They're fun. And that matters more to us. What is it like when you're with someone who's uber cool and your perfect physical specimen? It, well, it just makes for the perfect experience, right? The whole This whole date from lunch, as comfortable as that was eating with someone, you know how weird it is. You're sitting with someone for the first time, and you're having lunch or dinner with that person, and you're you trying don't... not to drop anything or yeah. drool on yourself. <laughs> well, you're also trying to make conversation and, yeah. and try to be non awkward and fun, and so I'm trying to be flirty and funny and you know friendly. I'm trying to be all Smooth, those things, yeah. yeah, with someone I don't really know. And she just made it so easy to do that, which again it goes back to having the right partner. The tempo of play was not the norm for me, certainly, but if you were going to give me direction, you were going to lay the playbook out, I am absolutely going to follow you, no problem, because that's just what works for me. It wouldn't have made any sense for me to try to do anything else. It wasn't going to work for her, so sure. why would I do it, you right. know? So the entire experience was amazing, and, and large part because she's an amazing partner and just an a, exceptional woman. Man, is she sexy. Yeah, w- looking up at her while she was riding my cock, uh, yeah, she's just so fucking hot. I, yeah, I could do that again. No problem. I'm sure you could. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so hot. I love that you guys played together. I love that she's a good person and just a, a very yeah. kind, thoughtful, sweet person on top of being uber hot. And you guys were able to connect in that way and have this great experience and knowing it was good for you. I love all of it. It's well, so great. And again, once it ended, you know, we were laid there touching each other for a good period of time. And because we were hot, I, I was super hot, like heat hot. And we just kind of just relaxing, getting uh, comfortable with one another. There was no, no weirdness. It was like we've known each other for a period of time, but that's because she made me so comfortable. She was just such an easy person to get along with and to talk to. So from there, we got up. She was kind of like, oh, I guess we better get going. We had both had close to an hour drive because now it's like, you know, traffic. So I got up, got dressed. She and I both, we walked out together and I walked her to her car and said goodbye, said we can't wait to see each other again. She made sure that I was going to mention to you that she wanted to see you naked. So I promised her I would. Girl, same. Yeah. I asked her if she would text me to let me know that she got home safely, which she said she would. And then I got in the car and called you and started heading this way. And you were like, so how'd it go? And I was just, I mean, I was just blown away by the whole experience. It's absolutely one of the best experiences I've had. Certainly probably the best experience I've had with a solo woman to date. No, this is how I know it was good. You got in the car. First of all, I always know when it's good because your voice is lower. You got in the car and you're like, yeah, I had a really good time. <laughs> I don't and think I, I sound like, <laughs> like that, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, you sounded so turned on, so into the whole thing. And that's I when was. I was like, oh, okay, this went well. Yeah. And then you got home and you came in the door and I asked you again. And you had this giant shit-eating grin on your face. Like, it was the best thing ever. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Well, the other thing is when I was le- – of course, uh, we mentioned this earlier. I was gone a long time for us, like seven and a half hours, something yeah. like that, by yeah. the time I gotten back. And I'm always concerned that you're okay, right? But the fact that I knew you were fine, you were excited that I had a great time because of the conversation that we had while I was driving, I felt that much better about it. So when I got back and you and I got back together, 
I was just able to convey all of that and not worry so much about how you were feeling and were you upset and did you, you know, was it weird that I was gone? I mean, we talked about those things, but that wasn't the focus of the conversation, which for us is also not the norm. Right. Because that would have been in the forefront. Right. And it wasn't. It was so great. No, I would have been more concerned with... How were you? Were you okay? Did you, you know? Did you need anything? You know, were you bored out of your mind? Yeah. Were you upset? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the and things. And I wasn't that, any of those things. I was just excited for you, and I stayed busy all day, and it was just hot. Well, but also, like you said earlier, it goes back to you really liking the person. That's yeah. a huge thing. I really like her. Yeah. And that's a big fucking deal for me. If you're out with someone that I'm like nah about, then I sit there thinking the entire time, like, Ugh, why does she get your attention and I don't? Which I know is very petty, and I know it's something I need to work through. But I just that's how I am. And it's it's the point that I'm at right now in our journey. Yeah, listen, it, the whole thing was amazing. And I just enjoyed being with her. She's sensual and sexy, uh, looks amazing naked, smells really <laughs> good. And just, you know, just being able to and, and knowing ahead of time, what was going to work for her was fucking huge. Yeah, you owe her, her partner a big old pat on the back or something. I do, for sure. <laughs> a beer or something. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I, I got, she when he said to me, you know, really like a lot of breast attention, I'm here to tell you I paid a lot of attention to you. <laughs> as much as I possibly could. I had my hands or my mouth on them every chance I got. And it was, and I don't know, she's just a thoughtful person. I have to um, believe that how she treated me physically was a complete, indication of how much she enjoyed how I treated her and she reciprocated that kind of same attention she spent a lot of time sucking my cock and licking my balls and kissing me all over which fuck you know yeah all day long absolutely (laughs) I will do that again all day long I'm quite sure you lucky man yes all right well I'm glad you have a, a, a fantastic time I had a great time hearing about it and I really want to play with well, the good news is we're going to see them soon. We are, yes. We have plans to see them. So yes. that will uh, hopefully be another story that we can tell and hopefully just more so than anything, an experience yeah. that I get to have. <laughs> oh, I, I have no doubt that you will have some kind of experience with her. She's just as eager as you are, which I think is so fucking sexy and just fun. Well, I had an experience with her partner just a couple weeks later, which we'll also be sharing on the show very shortly. Yes. Very similar experience. I went out of town with him. We had kind of a date type situation and then, spoiler alert, a play situation. (laughs) And it was very steamy. And we're going to share that soon. And we still have the second half of Slutty Sunday to share. Yes, we do. Which is probably the most unorthodox thing I have done in the lifestyle up to this point. At least it's something that I never thought that I would super enjoy, but I really, really did. Yes. And we're going to share all of that soon too. Yep. And I have another experience with a sexy gal that I had that we haven't talked about yet and just so much more fun stuff. I cannot wait. Yes. I really can't. There's so much cool stuff coming up, not the least of which is Podbash. Hell yes, we have had multiple people book in the last week. If you guys are wanting to come join us for Podbash with some of the most fun podcasters out there in the lifestyle, you are going to want to sign up with us. If you head to podbashevent.com, you can see all of the details. We actually just put the schedule up for the three days as well, so you can see what's going on each day of the event. And you should book soon because they're going quickly. Also, guys, we have a brand new bonus 
bonus that has officially launched this week for our Patreon members and another bonus launching very soon coming from Brian. So I'm going to be doing a female-centric bonus podcast called Promiscuous and Proud, and I'm so excited it's going to be female-centric issues and wins and amazing things going on in the lifestyle and other sex-positive spaces that is going to be available exclusively for our Patreons, and that's in addition to the tons of other bonuses that we already offer. If you head on over to patreon.com slash swingers, you can see all of the different tiers, the different bonuses, and we hope that you'll consider it because it's a huge support to us and our continuation of the brand and our show. And we also want to, of course, say a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are M and M, Jim, Danny, and Ling. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. We can't wait to get to know you better. We also, I also did a very naughty shoot today for OnlyFans. I may have had some nipple clamps involved and some butt plugs. Yeah, you totally did because you sent me a picture. <laughs> and some really just naughty shit. And we'd love for you to check it out at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. You can, of course, find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. We hope you'll also subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube. Our channel is called Front Porch Swingers. And what else do we have? We have a lot. Just be prepared, folks, because the next half of 21 is going to be fucking crazy. We have some sexy fun coming up. As we mentioned, we're going to see our friends very soon, probably at a naked resort, potentially. Yes. And uh, we've got some dates lined up. We're trying to meet folks and trying to get uh, kind of come out of our comfort zones a little bit. And it's going to turn itself into a whole lot of fun uh, info for you guys, for sure. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And we hope that you will come back every single Monday and listen to us here on Front Porch Swingers. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.